0: From WGCU News, I'm Amy Tardif. Kristen Ritz memorializes her late husband Roy Ritz, a notable immunologist in this week's StoryCorps. The Purple Heart recipient had his hand in early AIDS research and worked closely with Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman on Roe v. Wade. Ritz was one of the first to be awarded patents on monoclonal antibodies, which are antibodies made in a lab rather than by a person's immune system, and he was involved in some of the first transplants in the United States.
1: He was always a curious student and went through chemistry kits, all sorts of other kinds of kits to develop things, build things. He entered George Washington University at age 16 because he had received scholarships and uh, work-study arrangements, As he entered medical school, he was really torn because he had gotten a two-year scholarship to Harvard for medical school, but could not see any financial way to complete his education at Harvard and thus accepted scholarships, again, continuing work-study relationships to get through GW. He went on to do his residency and some fellowship work at the Peter Bent Brigham Hospital in Boston affiliated with Harvard and there he was working with colleagues who undertook the first kidney transplant in the United States. So the immune status of patients and understanding the immune components blood transfusions were still novel at this point in medicine the advent of penicillin and antibiotics was still a very exciting new medicine. And the immunologic status of patients and the disease factors and how those triggered the immune system were all the kinds of questions that Roy was very interested in. In 1967, Roy was recruited to join the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, and it was there that he spent his the longest period of his academic career. He was very interested in some of the early immunologic status of melanoma patients. And right now in 2017, we're reading stories on the front pages of the New York Times and the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal about the resurgence of the immunologic keys to unlocking treatment for advanced stages of melanoma and other types of cancer. So this is work that he turned on, if you will, in the first kidney transplants and understanding what could retain a transplanted organ, in turn evolved to looking at where there are immunologic components in treating particularly cancer. He was among the first people who were studying the advent of AIDS. And he would come home from periodic meetings to assess what NIH could do to respond to AIDS, to diagnose AIDS early, and treat it effectively. The underlying compassion for the deadliness of the disease as it was emerging in the 1980s made him very concerned about how this could be worked out and made mainstream medicine. So I think he was of a a generation that had the opportunity to really see its perspectives changed as social practices opened up and what evolved to be such a major worldwide problem. While at Mayo, he also had an opportunity to participate in the first heart transplants that Mayo did. And Mayo's early heart transplants did not survive. Um, There was one patient, a woman who was in her early 30s, who had developed cardiomyopathy, and her heart just could not pump and keep up and she was an, an ideal candidate for a heart transplant and the interaction that the heart transplant team of physicians, surgeons, and my husband trailing along trying to manage the immunologic response was just heartbreaking. But the drugs came along thereafter and transplant patients have largely survived. Another highlight of his years in, in Minnesota at Mayo was working with Harry Blackman, the general counsel at Mayo, and appointed by his colleague and law partner Warren Berger to the United States Supreme Court. And one of the cases that he had been assigned was the Roe v. Wade uh, case, which decided the legalization of abortion in the United States. Justice Blackman wanted to be able to research carefully what was known at that time about conception and women's gynecologic health and the survival of early term fetuses, all of which went into informing his decision. My husband spent many, many hours in the summer that Justice Blackmun drafted the Roe v. Wade decision, helping him work through language, concepts, biomedical understanding of the art of the possible in helping preterm babies survive or not survive, as Justice Blackman wrote that opinion. It's important to me to memorialize my husband and think that he lived a rich and full life. Thank you.
0: Kristen Ritz of Sanibel recorded her memorial to her late husband, Roy Ritz, at StoryCorps in Fort Myers. This excerpt was selected and produced by me, Amy Tardiff.